0: Welcome back to Growing Places, a podcast about all things economic development here in the Sioux Falls metro area, brought to you by the Sioux Metro Growth Alliance.
1: Hello, and welcome back to Growing Places, your regional roundup of all the things happening in the Sioux Metro. I am one of your co hosts today, Jesse Fonkert, President and CEO of the Sioux Metro Growth Alliance. And we have with us today some very special guests, but also another co-host. Who do I have with me here today?
2: Jesse, it's nice to be back with you on the Growing Places podcast. This is Sheldon Jensen, Economic Development Specialist with the Sioux Metro. And today we are here to talk about the wonderful community of Worthing.
1: Worthing, not Worthing 10, Worthing, which is south of Sioux Falls, off of I 29, not on I 90. Well, maybe
2: you shouldn't be the one that talks about it. Maybe we should hear where Worthing is from. It's just, from it's the just mayor amazing
1: of how many folks just think that it's, it's like, oh, wait a minute, there's a Worthing in South Dakota. I said, uh, yeah, and it's a great community that's fast growing, and I think it's going to be one of the next big communities that's hot on the horizon. It's up and coming, as they say
2: so our guest today is uh mayor of worthing crystal jacobson welcome crystal
3: thank you guys for having me and yes it is worthing south dakota not worthington minnesota we are known for the dinner theater down in worthing
1: the old, old- town dinner theater correct. which just got a uh, a fresh coat of paint in, i believe
3: that is correct
1: and who else is with us here today
0: Maggie Jacobson, Crystal's
1: daughter. Okay, and so, Maggie, what brings you into the studio? Are you interested in economic development?
0: It's interesting, but I was also forced to be here. I have nothing better to do today.
1: And how old are you?
0: 14.
1: You don't have a job yet, huh? I do. You're not working today? Nope. Where do you work?
0: Totally Kids in Lennox.
1: Oh, there's no Kids in Lennox today? <laughs>
0: No, there is. They're just at daycare probably.
1: You know there's a huge daycare shortage right now and you're here in the studio talking to us. You're part of the problem.
0: My boss gave me the day off.
1: So your boss is part of the problem. No. (laughs) This is great. Well I appreciate you being here today. I'm sure the kids miss you very much but I'm glad that that the reason why you're here is you have nothing better to do. It, it definitely does not hurt her confidence or anything.
3: She lies. When I told her I had to come in and do a podcast, she's like, can I come with and watch? She wanted to come.
1: She had no idea that she was going to be on this podcast. Right. So, Mayor, tell us about what what led you to run for your position. Why did you want to be the mayor of Worthing?
3: So, I've been involved with the community for a very long time. I grew up in Lennox. My husband grew up in T and when we got married and wanted to start a family, we chose a house in Worthing. Um, My husband joined the fire department. I have been part of the park and rec committee for several years. I was on commission for three years and then took a three-year break and um, got talked into running for mayor.
1: And when you say you're on commission, you mean like the city council? Correct.
3: City council. We're we're a commission. Is there a commission
1: based? Correct. And what's the difference for those that don't know between commission and council based governments in South Dakota?
3: We don't have wards like, like the city councils do. Okay. Um. So we can live anywhere in town. Um, we have four commissioners, and each commissioner is in charge of a certain part of our town. So we have a finance commissioner. We have a street commissioner a water and sewer commissioner, and then a safety commissioner who s- oversees our police department and our fire department.
1: So if I was really passionate about public safety, then I would run for the public safety commissioner position, correct?
3: You actually just run for commission, and then the commissioners, after the election's all done and we're all appointed, the commissioners decide who gets which position. So that's
1: how that works. It is. So do you all just draw names out of a hat then for what gets what, or is there like a good conversation <laughs> on how on how that all works? takes place or how do you how do you choose who gets what office
3: the commissioners just have a conversation and decide who wants what um if there's a great big fight about it i guess we haven't we've never gotten to that point so i don't know
1: well if you ever do you have to let us
2: know are you sure it's not 10 paces in a
3: <laughs> it could be that
2: old town style <laughs>
1: it
3: is. old, old town main street
1: so you've been mayor now for a few months correct since and May. and what are some of the things you've been working on since May?
3: Um, we've been working closely with Lisa from Sue Metro on trying to build our town, business and residential. Um, we have a big project with our sewer. Um, we have to expand our sewer because we're at capacity right now. So we're working with Sumetro Growth Alliance actually.
1: We're doing um, a lot of things together right do, now.
3: We do, we do. With a regional water facility out in the country either going with that or expanding our current sewer so those are two big huge things that we're working with
1: i feel like we could have like a 40-minute conversation about each of those different items absolutely could. but let's break down the sewer stuff and i know a lot of folks that might listen to this podcast don't really care about where their water is being treated but for, for a town in the sioux falls area in the metro why is having a a plan for wastewater a good thing
3: So right now, we have approximately 365 houses in town. Okay. Um, We are at capacity with our sewer. So we cannot build very many more houses or businesses that would use a lot of water and sewer because we don't have the capacity to do it. So we either have to expand it or go to the regional plant.
1: And... That's kind of a precarious position because, given all the growth that's happening, I'm sure you had to turn away developers that have wanted to look at your community. As
3: of right now, we have not turned anybody away. That's good. But there hasn't been a whole lot of interest in Worthing up until lately because T and Harrisburg have gotten so big. Right now, they're starting to look at Lennox and Worthing, so now that interest is starting to peak.
1: We had a conversation yesterday at the at the High Ho, and they have a pizza. And they, I hate it when they do this, where they cut the pizza in squares, and I hate that so much.
2: Like
3: middle or like grade school pizza.
2: Yeah, exactly. Well, it was a circular pizza, but it just didn't have the s- traditional pizza slice. It, it had squares. It's a pizza so pie. A pie. It's a
1: pizza pie, yeah. right? So a pie has slices, not squares, not squares or rectangles. I can't get over this. I can't stand it when pizza's cut that way. I got to do a po- whole podcast. What are your thoughts on pizza?
0: It's much better with the crust, so you can hold on to something without as greasy of hands.
1: Precisely, which was our issue yesterday at the Hi Ho, which is a nice little spot downtown Sioux Falls. We did a, a staff, uh, staff bonding exercise there. Um, wastewater is being worked through, and I and. I think at this point we're in the in the beginning phases of this of the study, and the idea would be to see if there's enough enough flow and enough future growth to justify creating a regionalized system with the city of Canton. Is that correct? That is correct. Right now is a really interesting time to have these conversations because uh, the state of South Dakota has a pretty decent sized bucket of money for water and wastewater infrastructure, and and so as as rules change and as Towns grow. There's going to be a lot more of a crackdown on wastewater treatment uh, in the future, and so I just I just want to commend you and your administration for, for looking into this and being proactive. Tell me about the business community of Worthing.
3: We have the Old Town Dinner Theater. We have two bars. We have a gas station, two car what, dealerships.
1: What's your bar to church ratio?
3: We have no churches. What? Is not that a single in, church in Worthing? Not a single church in Worthing. You're kidding. It's a no. two to
1: zero ratio. It That's is. A, that is. Unheard of.
3: It is, yes. The two churches that we did have closed. and
1: Are they homes now or do they move out? or? Uh,
3: one of them got torn down. The other one, somebody is living in, yes. Oh, wow. Yep. So we don't really have a whole lot in Worthing when it comes to businesses. We do have an economic development committee that they have a plot of land right on the edge of town. That has taken a while to get anything out there. There's a couple of construction companies oh, yeah. and fencing company, I think, out there. Um, but we want to grow that further
1: too. Yeah, because there's what 25 acres out there, give or take, at least. At, yeah. at least, that'd probably be a pretty good fit for like a light industrial user. Correct. And what needs to be done to make that land ready for those for those businesses to come in? Is it ready to go, or it needs need to be road built out? We do
3: have to build roads going back into there, but until people are interested, we're not going to develop anything because it's a waste of right. our small town taxpayer dollars to develop it if there's nothing going out there
2: no maybe this is a question for maggie what what's what's there to fun to do in worthing
3: there's not too much
0: to do me and my friends really we hang out at like the park we have the rec we have the school and we hang out at those otherwise we go up to the gas station a lot and just walk around worthing
2: so if you were to add something from a quality of place perspective to worthing what what's something that as a teenager. What's something that a teenager might look for in, in Worthing?
1: And for our listeners that, that might not be aware, Sheldon, how would you define quality of place? What does that mean?
2: Well, from a quality of place, you know, that could be something from a bike trail to uh, a pocket park. It could be something... So, so,
1: like, community amenities?
0: Yeah,
2: community amenities.
0: I don't really know what I would add to anything because I feel like me and my friends do have a lot to do. Like, we hang out at the rec late at night. What is the rec? It's a park over by like the baseball field and then there's like a trail over to the side of it that we can like ride our bikes on and walk on and there's like a volleyball net is
2: there a disc golf course yeah do you call it frothing <laughs> nobody no. calls it frothing
1: but frisbee golf froth no
2: just you <laughs> okay whatever crystal is there something that you might look at for quality of place that you think worthing could could look towards in the future
3: um, so we do have some nice parks. One of our town parks does need to be upgraded. It's like from the 1970s. that has the metal slide and everything. Merry-go-round. The, you the know. good
1: stuff. Yeah, it does. Not dangerous at all.
3: Not dangerous never at rid all. Of <laughs>
1: no one ever get rid of it.
3: We do need to update that. We did have a park and rec program in town that has kind of died down since COVID. So we want to get that restarted. We do have the school, which is very open to us using the school as a community. So we used to do open gym where the kids could go in there and play dodgeball and basketball and stuff like that on Friday nights. So we try and find different activities for the kids to do. It's just getting it all restarted now since COVID.
1: That's got to be a challenge too.
3: It absolutely is because now kids have gone over to Lennox to play
2: ball. And
1: And your volunteers or your staff that were helping before, they found other things to do.
2: Worthing is a part of the Lennox School District, right? How, how do your two communities work? How, how close are they together, and kind of what's that relationship look like?
3: Lennox and Worthing, I feel, work very well together. Um, we have kindergarten through fourth grade that goes to Worthing Elementary, and then fifth grade on up goes over to Lennox to school. So these kids intermingle with each other between the Lennox and Chancellor and Worthing kids, and they do get to know each other from a pretty young age maggie for instance she has tons of lennox friends so we're constantly going over to lennox and they're constantly coming over to our house same with my son he's 17 and he goes over there a lot all of the activities together i mean my seven-year-old is in softball over in lennox and loves it but they all go to totally kids together and stuff during the summer over there so there's a, a great rapport between the three towns
1: that's great yeah Let's say we get our wastewater thing figured out and more rooftops come online. What new businesses do you feel could be a good fit from a real retail perspective in Worthing? Uh, is there a bank or a credit union at all in we town? Have,
3: no, we have no bank. We have no credit union. We really? have nothing. Wow. We did have a bank. They closed a long time ago. The building is still there. Nobody's bought it. Nothing. It's just sitting there empty. We literally only have the gas station, the two bars, the dinner theater, um, a mechanic shop, the post office. Is there a lumber yard in town? That is out by the interstate. Okay, that's yep, what I thought. About okay, a half a yep. mile from the yep. interstate. So the main things that I've heard that people want would be like a small grocery store, like a yeah. sunshine or something, because right now we have to drive over to Lennox or Canton oh, sure. would be the two yep. closest. A coffee, a coffee shop would Ooh, that'd be great. Huge. Yes, like everybody in town wants a coffee shop. <laughs> Honestly, anything that we as a community could support would be more than welcome to come into our town.
1: And what can you tell us about the city's approach. What is the city willing to do to help us businesses make it possible to start in your community?
3: Um, We're very willing to help in any way that we can. We have a lot of land that's available. We actually even have land on our main street and buildings on our main street that would be available for people to to come in and purchase and do what they wanted to there. It's a very close-knit community. The gas station, for instance, was just recently sold and people absolutely Back him and go into that gas station that's when great. they need every or when they Good. need anything. We as a community, we do want to support local businesses, but it's hard when all you have is two bars and a gas station.
1: Which one has the best food? Can you stay as a politician, I can say that
3: we only have one that has food. Oh, bars. that's an one easy bar. one. And that's which well, one is that? I lie. One bar has an actual like full menu. Okay, that uh, that would be Kim's. The Boondock serves pizza.
1: Uh, what brand of pizza do they serve? So like Heggie's or lots of matzah or uh, Roskins. I
3: think it might be Roskins? I think it is. So we
1: just tested you. But now we know you're not a bar fly. That's a good thing. No,
3: I order pizza every time I go to that bar. That's <laughs> <laughs> awesome pizza.
1: And what is your favorite meal at Kim's? She makes very good burgers. Burgers? Yes. Like and chiseled. Like yeah. just a regular cheeseburger or like- Regular your...
3: cheeseburger's good and she has like She even has mutton chiseled. She has mutton like too? Does. That's the
2: best. Maggie, what's
1: your favorite meal at Gims?
3: Probably the Chislic.
1: You know, as we're getting close to wrap, wrap things up here, you know, as I as I look at Worthing there's a lot of strengths. I've known a lot of a lot of uh, young families you know, my age, maybe a little bit younger, that have chosen Worthing because one spouse might be going to school at, at in Vermilion, the other working in Sioux Falls and where things are pretty good in between point, you're, you know, you're still, what, 45, 40 minutes from Vermilion, but what, 15, maybe 20 minutes from downtown Sioux Falls. Correct. Easy interstate access. Um, housing values are strong, but not too high. Affordability is there and it's a very safe community. So safe, that there's no need for a full time police department.
3: That is true. We have four deputies, Lincoln County deputies that are part-time police officers for our town.
1: And that's a great way to save the taxpayers money, but also provide a very safe, strong program for your community.
3: That is correct.
1: Where I'm going with this is, you know, what do you want working to look like in five years? What is your vision?
3: My vision and the vision of, I believe I can say, the vision of my city council, because we've talked about it. Um, We just want what's best for our community. We want to grow. We want to welcome new families into town. We need to grow business-wise. Hopefully, you know down the road, I know a swimming pool is what some people want, but we do want to grow. We don't want to stay this little town of 900 to 1,000 people where the kids only have a few things to do. We want to grow. We want to make it a a community that everybody's proud to live in. That's pretty much about it.
1: Yeah, and I'm guessing you still want to maintain that identity of being this this strong, close-knit community. Absolutely. Accepting of new families and new businesses and change.
3: Correct. Like, I, our community is so close-knit, I always say if my kids do something, I will know about it before they get home. Yeah. And that's true, because everybody true. knows everybody.
1: Another question before we end end with our final question. Uh, there's a new industrial park planned. I think it's about 160 acres just south of Worthing, about a mile or two on U.S. Highway 18. They're calling it the I-29 Ag Industrial Park. Um, and with it, they've already announced there's going to be a 100,000-square-foot warehouse there for e-parts. Now, what do you think that business and the other ones will do for Worthing?
3: I think it's going to bring jobs to the area, which will help tremendously down in our area because we all have to drive to Sioux Falls mostly for our jobs. So if it creates jobs for our community, awesome. I think it'll bring new people into the area also who are going to need housing. Yeah. So hopefully it'll help. Build a few more new houses in Worthing.
1: Yeah, and I would imagine it would help with daytime population, which would be good for the bars—the ones that have food, anyways. Another one, not, yeah. not for drinking. <laughs> we don't, we don't advocate drinking before noon um, or five p.m. But but also it'll, it'll probably help make it easier for for other businesses to expand into the community. Correct. Yeah. Well, we always end our podcast with this one question, and you can't answer for your own community, but across the metro, think more the rural areas. Okay. When you think about hidden gems in the Sioux Metro, what is your favorite hidden gem to visit or go to or bring family to? Outside of Sioux Falls and the Newton state Hill of state Fort Park. Newton Hill State Park. And why is that? We
3: love camping.
1: Do you really? We do. do you, so it's like, what, 10, 15 minutes from your back door? Exactly. So it's easy to get to. Exactly. Do you have problems getting a camping spot there? Yes. Really? So yes. how, how far how far in advance do you plan to get there? Um,
3: you have to plan ninety days in advance to get there.
1: You're kidding? Is no. That, and that's the, and that's the maximum day when, when things come online, right? You're lucky if you can find
3: anything wow. if you're outside of that ninety day area.
2: What
1: type of what type of camping
2: is at Newton Hills? Do you guys bring a camper, or are you guys pitching a tent?
3: I do
1: not pitch a tent. <laughs> wow sleep. madam mayor too good for tents huh
3: <laughs> i am i'm old <laughs> i am old now um no we have a, a camper that we camp in it has all the bunk beds and everything for the kids. oh sweet we clamp it
1: sounds great yeah uh and in newton hills i'm guessing there's trails there is there's activities tra- exactly yes um can you canoe there as well you yes. can really
3: yep can paddleboard
1: canoe lake lakota lake lakota um, what's was great. Newton Hill State Park is yes. a great place to visit right on the border of Iowa and South Dakota. Yes. And uh, definitely a hidden gem in the Sioux Metro.
3: It is. The kids love it.
2: Maggie, do you have a place in the Sioux Metro yeah. that would be a hidden gem people might not know about? Where, where Where are the teenagers going? What's the What's the hot spot?
0: Well, depending on really where you live. Like in Worthing, for us, we really go to like the wreck and trail and stuff. But if you're talking overall towards us, probably... Newton Hills, because it's a lot of fun and you can just hang out with family and friends there.
1: Well, hey, uh, Mayor, Maggie, thanks for being here today. Really appreciate it. Hopefully next time uh, you're helping uh, helping our workforce situation by watching kids so their parents can go to work. But uh, we really appreciate you uh, jumping into this conversation with us today. Sheldon, any closing words you have for our listeners? Um, I don't
2: necessarily think so, other than, you know, t- stay tuned for our next conversation and Stay out there and continue to grow the Sioux Metro. That's right. Thank you so much. Have a good one.
0: Thanks for listening to Growing Places. Follow us on social media at Sioux Metro. Tune in next time to the next episode of Growing Places. And always leave things better than the way you found them.